0: Hello and welcome back to Marathon Time Breakthrough. I'm joined as usual today by Dr. Dave Bird. Dave, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you Mark. Excellent, so we've had the first two. What's the third one? The third method is heart-based training. Right, now that sounds a bit more technical. Absolutely.
1: You've hit the nail on the head there. And um, before we go into some of the challenges with that, because of the technicality, let's have a look at some of the benefits. Where this comes into its own is it allows incredibly precise and consistent calibration of longer runs mm-hmm. to make sure you're in that precise training zone and even some of the longer repeats it allows you to make sure that you're not tailing off in yeah. your intensity and, and you're bang on the money while, you, while you're doing that. You could say you can do the same with effort but again the, the theme here is using these things in tandem or triplicate and mm. then having that kind of reading to, to back up. Mm the the effort is is quite helpful yeah another huge benefit of Mm -hmm. heart rate uh, monitoring is it provides this all important what i call restraint because Mm -hmm. you can set the thing up so it bleeps if you're straying as a lot of runners do into too fast a run or an effort mm-hmm. by by bleeping and making sure you stay focused in that training zone yeah. and, and don't try and run things too quickly. And then the final benefit, if you like, from heart rate monitoring mm-hmm. is it provides a little fitness test as soon as you wake up. Because if you're able to take your resting heart rate, it's mm-hmm. a fantastic guide to how well you're feeling Mm. that particular day for for the session that's to come later. So for example, if it was uh, 10% or more higher than normal, you might consider skipping any session altogether just in case you're going down with something Mm. or at least modifying what you do and changing what could have been a harder session Mm. to something a little bit
0: more achievable given how you feel. Heart rate monitoring then sounds like something only somebody who is really keen mm. um, would want to do, or someone who is you know technically capable, if I can put it that way, and, and willing to make the little sacrifices of taking the time to do the measurements.
1: What I would say is you've got to have that little bit extra commitment mm. and patience to calibrate the thing and, and set it up and be absolutely clear what it does for you and what it doesn't do for you because I'll tell you what it doesn't do for you, it doesn't work well when you're trying to do speed efforts because the thing is there is a lag on on the readings Mm -hmm. and when you're doing extremely short intervals it takes too long to catch up and you get erroneous readings so this is why I encourage people to be far more intuitive, using the effort-based measures mm-hmm. to know what zone they're in based on their own kind of perception of of how hard they're working. Right. Okay. Well, that all sounds well and good. And then the other thing is circumstances can throw it off. If if you've had a big big whack of espresso coffee, or it's extremely hot, those those kind of situations or, or Believe it or not, even if your mood is a bit, bit down or mm. a bit hyper, those things can have added uh, issues in right. terms of how you're training. It is a bit of a faff to set it up. Sometimes, depending on which measures you use, it can even be quite painful to set it up if, if you're trying to measure your maximum heart rate. One of the methods I tried a while back when I was doing this was running up a hill x number of times and then taking the maximum heart rate reading and Mm. you know it was it was a really hard session to to have to do to just to get that kind
0: of measure listening to what you've been saying it does Mm. actually sound even more technical than I thought at the outset. Mm. So what would be the best way to set it up if you wanted to go down that path? So what I recommend and what I actually use on my scheduler Mm -hmm.
1: software is something called a threshold heart rate. Mm -hmm. And this sets the upper and lower limits Mm -hmm. uh, for each of the training zones that we're gonna be talking about in terms of heart rate beats per minute. Mm -hmm. And in order to get those upper and lower limits, you need to run a 30 minute time trial. So right. run is is kind of hard as you can over thirty minutes. And what you do is you set it up so that you hit the lap time button on your heart rate monitor mm-hmm. after 10 minutes, mm-hmm. so that it takes the average heart rate in beats per minute in the final 20 minutes of that time trial, right. and that simply becomes your threshold heart rate in beats per minute that you can plug in. Yeah, My clients plug it into the scheduler and it spits out the upper and lower zones. Excellent. So that makes it easier for them if they want to go down the technical route. Makes it really simple. There is another method you can use that's more approximate and this is based on maximum heart rate and this is simply taking one of your, if you've done a recent 5k mm-hmm. and you've been using a heart rate monitor on it, you just take your maximum heart rate on that mm-hmm. run the highest reading you've got and you, you plug that in to get the zones. All oh, right. But I, I'd still think the method I described is is a better method, far far more
0: accurate. Yeah, more accurate. Thank you again, Dr. Dave. Thank you, Mark.